Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office Overtime. So today's topic in our overtime is how do you deal with uncertainty at work? Yes, I thought that was apropos. None of us really mm. deal well, I think, with uncertainty. I mean, maybe some people do. Yeah. I mean... Uh... Well, let's just de- define different kinds of uncertainty, mm-hmm. right? It sure. could be that, for example, you get wind that your company is being bought by another Mm -hmm. company or you get wind or you hear that um, your particular department is going to be reorganized Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or you are not sure about how an external event is going to affect your internal business. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things that come to mind for me. Um, And what I was thinking is I think that usually what we do with uncertainty is we try to gain some sense of control. Right. right. So usually the first thing we do is we try to seek information to mm-hmm. tell us, give us ideas of what is coming down the pike. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot with my clients is that they know it's time for them to move on. Mm-hmm. They've been at an organization for a while. Yeah. And they just know that it's they're done, that mm-hmm. they've gone as far as they're going to go and things mm-hmm. are changing in a way that doesn't suit them. And that, uncon- that uncertainty, many of them freeze yeah. Because mm. they don't know what's next. What's next. But they just know what's over. Right. Yeah. And I know that's very uncomfortable. I've been there also. I've been in times like that where mm-hmm. I, I know this is over, but I don't know what's next. And I'm, you know, somehow my brain is working through that. And I think it's very uncomfortable. So it's mm. interesting you say that, Kathy, because the first note I wrote to myself just thinking about this is that I think you cannot... I mean, the the desire is to project forward and figure out exactly what's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Or predict worst possible outcome, which some people, you know who you are, just do that naturally, Mm -hmm. right? But the second thing that I think you can do is if you look at the information you have at present, so let's say it's that I'm done with this job and I'm not sure what's next for me, but I know it's over, then perhaps you can make small, immediate goals, for mm-hmm. things that you can mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. for some kind of a contingency plan Absolutely. for yourself, mm-hmm. right? So it could be that you just, and I know you often encourage people to do this, but you, the, even if you don't know where you're going, you brush up your resume. Absolutely. Get your LinkedIn up in order. You just start networking. You know, you're just networking for the reason of networking, not right. a big right. deal. Because then you start to hear about opportunities and it gets the mind spinning and working. Right. Start reading a little more is what I tell people in your industry, what's going on. See who's doing exceptional things. Mm-hmm. See if you can, you know, go to some conferences, learn of different things going on in your field. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, to get the brain spinning and looking and learning about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah. And I think the other thing is to broaden your network, mm-hmm. whatever your network may be. And so perhaps if you are someone who's feeling very anxious, you could broaden your network that's more about emotional support, mm-hmm. where you check in with other people who you know are willing to sort of share information and support each other in dealing with whatever the uncertainty, with whatever the uncertainty is. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a professional thing, you can branch out in your network and even in situations where it's not clear how much physical networking you can do, you mm-hmm. can find ways to do perhaps online networking or mm-hmm. when you're talking about LinkedIn, really start to do some surfing in there mm-hmm. and some searching in there. Yeah. So you don't have to know where you're going or what the next step is. Mm-hmm. You just have to start um, educating yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I know what that frozen stage is like. It could go for a year. Yeah. It can oh, even, yeah. Some people can even be in it for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure why that is. Um, but, you, you know, to do nothing is a big mistake. I, mean, I think mm-hmm. that's probably what makes it longer is, is when you do nothing. Yeah. And then I think you get uh, a little depressed, a little sad. Um, and feel a little hopeless. Yeah. yeah. So it's important to just be out there. Um, and people tell me that the more they're out, the better they feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of important. But the uncertainty thing, I think there's also the uncertainty of what's going to happen to your industry. Yeah. What's, you yeah. Know, right, right. What's going to happen to your organization in within the industry? Is mm-hmm. it becoming outdated? Maybe it's no longer needed. Yeah. Um, you know, there's also ups and downs in every field and maybe you don't want to go through another down if you've had enough of it. So, um, or economic ups and downs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just generally speaking. Yep. I remember long ago, actually at the time of nine 11, we ended up mm. having forming free of charge support groups, remember inviting mm-hmm. people to come and, and actually it was hard to get people to come out, mm-hmm. but it was just our response. We did that. I don't remember. We that. did. We had an impulse. <laughs> that was our impulse was to say, okay, everyone's kind of holed up in their spaces right now. So something we can do is provide a forum right. for, you know, in our case, it was business owners to come together and talk about how to take care of themselves and each other in this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, group support, education, as you said, taking small actions, getting out in the world as opposed to clamping down, mm-hmm. all those are good things to yeah. do. And, you know, I also think it's important to know that we it's pretty much always uncertain. I mean, we may have, <laughs> we have some good periods of time where we feel very comfortable and we right. feel like, okay, well, yeah. I, you know, I know... I feel very comfortable right now. I think yeah. they're certain. They don't last long. <laughs> yeah. So it's also, I think, getting used to it and telling yourself, reminding yourself that, you know, everything ultimately um, does work out. Not everybody believes that, but I do. And I think ultimately things do work out. You just have to right. um, take your actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and what goes down must go up. What That's comes true. up That's will true. go down. This too shall pass. Yeah. That you're not going to live forever in this particular brand of uncertainty. It's going, you'll move to another phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I know that I've said this a million times on the podcast, but I think people that network, uh, in their, in their industry, just not outside, but people that really know 
what's going on in their industry and they're talking to other people, they have opportunities come to them Mm -hmm. because they're a known factor. And Mm -hmm. if an organization is looking for somebody, you know, I met this woman at a conference. Let me give her, Mm -hmm. let me give her a call. And I just think if you are um, out there and, you know, not asking for anything, just meeting people, this is what I do. What you do is fascinating to me having lunches, having coffees, uh, meeting people, things will happen. Yeah. And that, um, that helps the uncertainty. It does. Rather than staying isolated. Right. Right. Well, and also maybe thinking about being the solution to whatever the problem is that you're identifying. Mm -hmm. So for example, let's say your company is going to be bought and that will be a whole big change of culture. Mm -hmm. Part of what you could be doing in terms of getting out is finding out about the new company's culture, you know, participating in some version of whatever that they do, what their events are, but becoming informed and providing the solution of knowing more about who and what is coming your way. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. without judgment, I think. Uh, <laughs> try not to judge it because yeah. it might be better than you think. Yes. It might yes. not, but you never know. Um, and it might not be for you. So, yeah. So, okay. So we're kind of saying the same thing, which is to just don't give in to the fear. Try not to freeze. Mm-hmm. And I would say and also isolate. don't isolate, but also don't necessarily act impulsively because mm-hmm. there are those people who, you know, I, you can't fire me, I quit. Like they'll do something right. quickly, make a decision quickly to go somewhere or do something that isn't necessarily serving their longer yeah. interests. Yeah. Yeah, I've been known to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kind of a bolter like that. Yeah. Flight. I, try, I try not to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, having our own business for all of these years, we certainly have faced many years of uncertainty. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that now, I know, I know we've had enough uncertainty to know that there's something certain about the uncertainty. Like, mm. you, right. get, you get through it. You That's what through. I Well, That's we're right, still standing. Right. Here we right. are. <laughs> right. You get through it. You know, you figure out a way to get through it, whether it's cutting back on things or, yeah. um, uh, I, I don't know. How do we get through it? I don't. <laughs> it's, we, I, here's, well, this is, goes back to what we're talking about. We would break it down into small goals. What do we need to do? Mm-hmm. What do we need to pay this week? Right, right, <laughs> right. What do we need to get through this week? And, you know, what do we need to accomplish this week in order to get to the other side? And it was literally at some points that way, you know, very short term. But I think that that, for me, that's what's manageable. If Mm -hmm. I, if I'm trying to solve the whole big problem of how to, whatever the situation Mm. is, but how to get out of an emergency situation or how to survive some huge swing in the economy, that's, I can't, that's not going to help me. And that's probably how people get frozen. I think so. Because they see the whole big monstrosity coming at them and they get scared and then it just makes them do well, nothing. since we've right. been through it so many times, I don't really, I'm not that scared of it anymore because I yeah. know that you can always get through it, Yeah, especially when it's happening to everyone. That's that true. makes it a little easier. Well, right. that is true. And even with current crises, that's one of the things that I tell myself is we're all in this together, Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever is happening. And I think it's important to remember this is my bias, is that generally speaking, people are good and decent. That's Mm -hmm. right. Today, as I was leaving Port Authority, um, I saw sets of ID cards. Someone had dropped all Mm. their ID. 
And wow. I was going to go down and pick it up. And the guy, big tall guy, cut right in front of me and swooped it up himself. And he said, you know, I'm going to give this to, there was, you know, a, a Port Authority employee. I'm going to give it to him right now because we want to get this to the person as soon as possible. And I just thought that's, mm. that's yeah. heart, that's heartening to me. Mm-hmm. But also that's part of who we are. Yes. I think. I think so too. And I mean, I, we do see it in New York City right now as we're going through this virus scare. I think you are, you do see people um, not fighting each other, but actually Coming being very together. kind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you know, you may be suffering from your own personal uncertainty that yes. others are not uh, That's right. seeing. And mm-hmm. I do see it with clients of mine that, um, you know, do have a big change coming that yeah. is either unwanted or wanted, but yeah. whatever it is, it's uncertain. Mm-hmm. And, um, or maybe you get a health scare yeah. and you don't know that it's a very uncertain, your future there or uh, mm. do your person near you has a health scare. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of reasons to cause uncertainty and we bring that to work, you know, that's part of it. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, so we all kind of live with it. Well, I think it's important to talk about it too. The imposter imposter syndrome or people feeling uncertain about themselves. That's right. They're an imposter in their roles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a a share is a prayer (laughs) 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 that very often it's important just to make that up. No. Okay. I was going to say, wow. That's a good rhyme. Catherine Crowley. (laughs) Ism. No, I have a few others, but that's not one of them. Um, but I do think I like that because I think it's true that if you hold all of your fears that about uncertainty to yourself, that they amplify or magnify. Mm. Um, so it's important to get it out, mm-hmm. you know, in a safe way with someone who you can trust. But I do think it's really important to be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something comforting about somebody saying, oh, me too. Yeah, or I yeah. felt that before. Or, I've been there before. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. right. And it, th- there's nothing better. It's funny. So many of my clients say this too. And I, if they tell me something like I have the imposter complex and I'll say, you're in great company. And they're like, I'm so happy. And, you know, there's mm-hmm, nothing mm-hmm. better than knowing that what you're experiencing is normal. Right. Yeah. And that there are other people out there who've experienced it and lived through it and are on the other side. Mm-hmm. But just my last note on uncertainty, I think it's very uncomfortable. Yes. And I think it's anxiety provoking. Yes. And we may, you know, lose sleep, you know, that four o'clock wake up like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you want to take as good care of yourself as you can. I'm so glad you brought that up, Kathy, because I think that's absolutely true. So physically take care of yourself by working out or doing something that releases all that tension and anxiety and certainly nourishing yourself well, not with spiky, mm-hmm. caffeine chocolatey, alcoholy things. Oh, you can have some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can have a glass of wine too, but uh, <laughs> just don't get over, don't get carried away. Yeah. But to take care of yourself that way and then to take care of yourself if you like to meditate or do something that calms your system down. Mm-hmm. I think that's very yeah, important. Yeah, and yes, and get some support. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. So join us next time for My Crazy Office Overtime. And between now and then, we hope you fare very well in managing your uncertainty. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.